0: Well, we have a real treat for you this morning. Um, This morning, we are going to be talking about the different entities that we have here at church that are helping us to bring community transformation. And just as the panel members are making their way to the front, you've got a few brochures on your seat, Um, hopefully three, maybe two, maybe one. But um, I want to introduce you to this one, first of all. So this is talking about the different entities that we're going to be talking about this morning, and there are some prayer needs there and some contact details. One of the things I've been trying to do is just in the month of June, pray for a different entity um, each day. Maybe you'd like to do that. Put it in your Bible. Put it in your laptop. I'm not quite sure how you do that. Maybe you scan it. (laughs) Whatever works for you. And uh, just to be praying, that would be fantastic. We've got a miracle card. That's the smallest one, but hey. That's probably one of the most important, right? And we're going to have times in our gatherings in June when we pray together for those miracles on our miracle card. So can I encourage you to be filling that out? We're praying again during the month of June. We want to see our daughter, Catherine, and she's 29 now. She's going to be 30 next year. Gosh, she must have young parents. That's all I can say. Um, you know, We're praying for her that she'd continue to see you know, God at work in her midst and had an opportunity to pray for a friend of hers who's in a coma at the moment. She always rings up and says, mum and dad, will you pray? Yes, of course we'll pray. And we wanted to see those answers to prayer. You know, help her to take a step towards Jesus. What's your miracle? What are you believing for? And then the other card, just thinking about what can I pray for? You know, what can I go? What will I start? What will I join? I went with Pastor Sheridan to the Punjab at the beginning of this year. It's fantastic. Maybe, you know, you'd like to do that. Pastor Sheridan's going again uh, next year. And uh, how are you going to give your time, your talents, your resources? So please don't just leave them on the floor uh, for someone to pick up. Take them home and use these resources. And let's partner together in really believing for some miracles. Is that good? Yeah. Fantastic. Is there anyone behind me now? Did they, have they run away after the first? They came back for more. Can you believe that? Fantastic. That's awesome. I think they deserve a, a clap for that. Fantastic. Awesome. Well, this seems a bit up and personal, Pastor A. doesn't it? I think I'll just give myself yes, a, a bit more distance. <laughs> <laughs> not that I don't like being up and personal with you, Pastor A. That would be fantastic. So let me introduce... Well, not um, too close, Pastor like <laughs> Ray. Okay. I was thinking of fishing. I don't know what you were thinking well, of, Pastor A. Oh, fishing's Ray great. Okay yeah, yeah,
1: any day of the week, it's great.
0: Yeah. Okay, moving right along. So, we have Pastor Ray with us this morning. Pastor Ray is the um, CEO of um, Activate Education Group. So, we'll be hearing from him this morning. So, I think he deserves a a round of applause. Fantastic. And uh, we have Dr. Claire Harford with us. She's the clinical director. And Graham says you're also the chairperson of the Little London Medical Centre. So, let's give Dr. Claire a round of applause. And next to her, looking very handsome, I might say, this morning, is um, Graham Shirley, who's chairman of Activate Development Limited. So let's give him a round of applause as well. Graham says that speaking isn't kind of like his forte, but you get him telling a story and he's hard to stop, (laughs) I tell you. So he's a great storyteller. And last but by no means least, we have Astra with us, and she's the CEO of... um, no, I've lost Esther, she's the general manager, sorry, of, yeah, just had a promotion of Community Link Trust, so that's awesome. So give Estra a round of applause, Estra Patmore as well, fantastic. So it's great to have these guys with us, and the idea today is to really put a human face to what we're doing. You know, how do you, the, the gospel says go into all the world and preach the gospel, doesn't it? It says to love God with all your heart and soul and mind and to love your neighbor as yourself. But how do you do that practically? And and we do that in our workplaces, absolutely, wherever and whenever we can be like Jesus. But we also do it through these expressions we're going to hear about this morning. And we'd like you to really partner and actually, you know, get on board, maybe pray, maybe give, maybe be involved. And so just listen out, whether you're in the room or whether you're online, Um, For those little promptings and nudgings of God's spirit, um, that would be fantastic. I think I'm supposed to be looking this way for the camera rather than this way, but um, I'll get it sorted out by the end, I'm sure. So the first question I have here is, and we're going to start with Pastor Ray, a good place to start. Oh, well. (laughs) What is your dream for your entity? You know, uh, we talked at the 9am about it's not just because you've had too much toast, and cheese or, or pizza. Yes. It's not good yeah. for you, right? You have to yeah, cut down on Yeah, not in the that. morning No, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and when you know, uh, you might be thinking of, of Wendy or whatever, but when you're not dreaming about all of those things and you're thinking about um, Activate
1: Education Group, you know, what are you thinking about? What are you dreaming of? It's very, just before I do talk about that, in terms of dreaming about Wendy, one thing, just so you know, this is very important. I mean, I think we should put our hands together for Pastor Mike and Julian. 39 years. That's what, 40 years coming up.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, congratulations to you both. Wendy and I celebrate 39 years this year, and next year will be our 40th anniversary as well. Wow. So, so thank you, Wendy. Yeah. So, um, but getting to the topic... And uh, which is what we're here for today. So the, the, the dream for the uh, Activate Faith community is activating community transformation and through AEG. It's activating community, uh, community transformation through education. So how does that look? It means creating and delivering outstanding learning experiences for people so they can fulfill their vocational dreams. And it's just great to be part of that journey with people. So that's what we're all about. Great. Fantastic. Thank mm. you, Ray.
0: How about for you, Claire, when you're lying awake at night, not because the kids haven't arrived home or <laughs> in the kitchen kind of cooking up pancakes and it's one o'clock in the morning, um, but you're thinking about Little London Medical Centre. What are you dreaming? What are you thinking of?
2: Yeah, it was, It's almost 20 years since God gave me a dream for a Christian medical centre in Hamilton. Um, and we've come a long way since then, haven't we? Um, and as a team, we have a dream for a multidisciplinary holistic healthcare facility which can support the, not just the physical but the mental and spiritual health needs of every person and every whānau in our community, which is quite literally a place to support the health and wellbeing of the community. We, we want a place where healing is real, where the presence of God is tangible and where every person feels safe and valued and cared for.
0: That's awesome. Isn't that exciting? Yeah, that deserves a a round of applause right there. Graham, when you're dreaming at night, and we know that Graham's often dreaming at night about the American stock market, probably because it's the other side of the world, so it probably is literally in the night. Um, But when you're not dreaming about those sorts of things, Graham, and you're thinking about um, your role as chairman of um, Activate Development Limited, um, what are you dreaming about for that entity? What do you want to see happen
3: ADL was um, incorporated uh, 30th of August 2017. It's hard to believe, Ray, isn't it? Uh, yeah. you know, almost six years ago. Um, the idea was to um, raise funds for the foundation through uh, an entity that uh, made profits from property development, and uh, we've, we've been doing that, although the current situation is a little bit different. But uh, we've, we're, bro- we're broadening our, our vision to kind of uh, w- move towards a bit more social housing, and we're we're just trying to kind of work through that and kind of expand that, as well as the, obviously the profit motive for the, uh, for the group. So um, that's, that's the way we're going at the moment, dream and dreaming of. Awesome.
0: Fantastic. And Astra, you might be last this time, but you won't be last next, next <laughs> round. Um, but when you're thinking about um, you know, community link trust and everything that's happening, what's your dream, what's your vision? We know that it's been a year with incredible challenges for you this year. But is the dream still hoping alive? What do you, you believe in God for?
4: Yeah, it's, um, it's definitely been a very, a very challenging season. Um, CLT started in 2010, so we're in sort of like year 13 now, uh, teenage years. Um, <laughs> but, but actually, I think that's, that's kind of cool because, you know, when you're, when you're at that point, that's where you're starting to figure out who you are. Um, and so the season that we've been through, which has been really hard, is actually the, the figuring out of who is CLT and that fresh vision. Um, and so what we're dreaming for is um, is for CLT to be a refuge for the community, uh, a place where people come in with their needs and their needs are met. Uh, ultimately, where they actually meet Jesus, not just have their physical needs and emotional needs met, but they have their spiritual needs met. Um, and we sort of re Um, We really hashed out and prayed a lot over Christmas around where is CLT going in 2023. I believe it's a new CLT this year. Um, And so that really came down to our new vision, which is bringing hope, transforming lives, and changing the future. Um, And God just really resonated with me around Jeremiah 2911, that everybody has a purpose, that nobody's here by accident, and everybody has a future. Um, And I think our community doesn't actually know that.
0: Fantastic. That deserves a round of applause. (laughs) Aren't we blessed with some amazing leaders of these particular um, entities? And I think, you know, none of these entities exist just for the sake of themselves. All of these guys are saying, we want to see people on that journey of faith. We want to see lives transformed by the power of the gospel. But we want to put feet on that practically. And actually, people to have practical needs met. And as they're met, they encounter something of the love of Jesus. Um, So that's fantastic. So the next question, and we're going to start with Claire this time, uh, is what are you dreaming of for other places in New Zealand? Because one of the things that Pastor Sheridan's been talking to us about is we want whatever we do to be actually able to be done in other locations and scalable to other locations. And so we're thinking of places like Tuakau, Um, You know, they have a community barbecue every second Friday night and just meeting so many... That, that community has so many needs. So how are some of the things that we're doing... Um, starting with Little London, now, how could we actually make those relevant in those contexts? Thanks, Claire.
2: I think it's fair to say that um, the health system in New Zealand is under a lot of pressure. Um, some people would call it a crisis, and particularly in primary care, there's a lot of unmet need throughout Aotearoa. And you know, we we're doing our little bit in our corner of Hamilton to to meet the needs of our community, but how wonderful it would be if we could spread that far and wide, you know, there's, there's so many rural communities, so many um, impoverished areas in our cities where, where people need care, they need their physical needs met, but they need their, their emotional and spiritual needs met as well, so yeah, we'd love to be able to shine our light throughout the country.
0: Great, thanks Claire. How about for you, Graham? What are you, when you're not dreaming about the American <laughs> stock market, <laughs> what, what are you that, uh, thinking about? <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, we're, st- we're still really kind of perfecting our model for um, Activate Developments Limited because, you know, as I said, we started in the, the kind of the good times for property development. Currently, it's a, a difficult time, and so we're, we're working through all that. Um, the one thing about expanding is uh, our kind of operation is you need capital. You, you need a ability to borrow. Uh, most of the time. You need uh, expertise and, t- and uh, skills in terms of people who are actually carrying out those operations. So it's, it's uh, not something that's easily re- uh, re- you know, replicable, but uh, we want to work towards having a good model that can be uh, yeah, done again and again in other places as well. So um, that's where we're at. Great.
0: Thank you. How about you, Estra? What are you dreaming for for other places?
3: Yeah,
4: um, so we actually had a, a prophetic word for CLT, given to CLT, uh, towards the end of last year, that there was a model that was going to be birthed out of it that was going to go through the nation. Um, so we, I hold that very close to my heart because I believe that what we're building in CLT right now is not just for Hamilton. It is actually the, the recipe for the nation and beyond. So we have to get it right. So we are being really intentional and we are really zeroing down on who are we, what do we do, and what does this look like? Um, because when God gives a prophetic word like that, mate, you got to do it right. <laughs> so that's where we're at. Um, I really want to... I want to see a CLT in every region in New Zealand, um, and I think if we had that, what would that look like? If you imagined New Zealand with a CLT in every region, what would that look like for schools? What would that look like for the Fano who um, are lost without support and people around them? Like, it would change the nation, and that's what we're about, right?
0: Fantastic. That's awesome. And, Ray, what are you thinking about for other parts of the country? You know, we're always thinking, it's a bad day when Ray doesn't have at least 10 ideas, if you know Pastor Ray. <laughs> Maybe only one of them will fly, but yeah. there'll be 10. And the good thing yeah. is there'll be another 10 tomorrow as well. Yes. So um,
1: It makes challenging There's a lot going on at the top, isn't there, Ray? Yes, there is. <laughs> so, by way of context, Vision College has, um, next year will be celebrating 40 years. So isn't that wonderful? 40 years of changing lives through learning and uh, it's built you know on the legacy of the investment of many people particularly pastor trevor who was invested in uh, atc vision college for over 10 years so thank you pastor trevor for your investment into uh, this wonderful ministry and uh, we have three campuses around the country one in christchurch here of course in hamilton and in Auckland, and as it has been for health, so it has been for education, it's been a very challenging time. Uh, Last year in particular was very difficult in the sector, and this year continues to be difficult as well. So our dream is to strengthen what we already have, and uh, we're certainly putting a lot of um, energy and effort into that. We're very grateful for the, the progress that we have made, but we do need to be wise going forward to ensure that um, what we do have can grow and strengthen and continue to prosper. Yeah.
0: Thanks, Ray. I think what um, they've all touched on in different ways is, you know, that there's a legacy. It hasn't just happened and we want to honour the legacy mm. from the past, but we also want to acknowledge that you guys are thinking about a legacy for the future yes. you know, that will be the next decade, next two decades. Mm. So, um, I just love us here in the room and and online just to show our appreciation to the Lord for those who have gone before us Mm. and have prepared the way, and we stand on the shoulders of those who have prepared the way, and we're preparing the way for those ahead of us. So let's give the Lord a a clap of praise, shall we, as we just acknowledge that. Fantastic. The other thing I just wanted to say is that um, you might have noticed that these guys are not omnipresent You know, they're not like Jesus, they can't be everywhere at once. So we have a different panel at North um, this morning, um, having the same discussion but with different members of the team. And tonight we'll do a bit of a swap around and the panel will be slightly different tonight as well, um, just giving a different flavour of what we're doing. So the third question, and we're starting with Graham this time, and this question is, How are you transforming lives? We just love one or two stories. So we're just going to start off with one story. (laughs) Um, Because Graham loves telling stories, and he's a fantastic
3: storyteller.
0: But we want to hear
3: what you've been up to. Don't don't you love people who give you subtle messages? (laughs) So very briefly, um, we transform society indirectly through our profits going to the foundation. And then the foundation distributes distributes that money to the church, to community link. And uh, it's, it's, so that's where the lives are transformed. So it's, it's just a privilege to be able to uh, yeah, be part of all that process. And I'll leave it there for, that, for this question. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, I know Graham, um, he's been very disciplined this time. So I think, um, well done. <laughs> but he did talk about just the way you guys do business. Oh, yes. You know, with, um, with contractors and others, that yes. yes. you have a tremendous reputation out in the community. Yes. And the way you do that is part of, of the way you represent Jesus.
3: Yeah. I mean, somebody just told me a couple of months ago uh, who we who had dealings with, he said, I love dealing with ADL because I can trust you guys. Um, you've got integrity, you know, and, and in the building industry, it's, there's not necessarily a lot of that. So to hear that said, you know, unprovoked, unar- you know, the question wasn't asked, but I was told that, and it's just a delight. Uh, you know, Lana and Kayla particularly are, are, you know, are the face of us out there, and it's just uh, marvellous to hear the reflection of people yeah. about the way they see us
0: that's awesome. great awesome. Estra, tell us some stories I know you guys have got lots of stories so we'd love to hear
3: yeah we do
4: uh, one of my favourites is a family that we're working with at the moment um, it is a mum who was sent to us at the beginning of the year uh, by Oranga Tamariki for parent mentoring she has um, there's five kids in the house and a couple of the young teenage boys have been involved in ram raids Um, which, as we know, is a very prevalent thing in Hamilton at the moment. Um, And when this mum came to us, she couldn't even get out of bed. Um, She just, her life was chaos and she just couldn't face it. Uh, And the beautiful thing about our parent mentors is that they don't come in to just teach you how to parent. They come in to pull the gold out that's already in them. Um, And so the work actually starts with helping her to see what she needs for her self-care so she can show up for herself to then show up for her kids. Um, and, you know, that's the, that's the beautiful thing that's come out of this model with CLT, is it's actually about working with the whole whānau. This isn't just the youth. This isn't just the parent. It's how do we actually wrap around all of them and then bring that out so each of them can fulfil their purpose, can walk in something bigger. Um I get excited about it. So um, so she has been able to get employment because one of our mentors was a reference for her, so that was amazing. Um, she's been in and out through the system with emergency housing and transitional housing, which is no fault of her own, and it's really difficult. Um, obviously, when we're... Taking ground in the practical here, we're also taking ground spiritually, and so that means that comes back against us, and it actually comes back against our families too. To be honest, so we actually go to war for these Fano um, in the spiritual. So these, um, the beautiful thing about this particular woman is just seeing the transformation in her, in how the Fano um, interact. She. Um, she has actually met Jesus in this journey. She said, "I don't know how to talk to God, but I'm at rock bottom and I don't know what else to do." Uh, and so our mentor was like, "Hey, you can just you can just start." So she's like, "I'm going to start praying tonight." Um, and so she's actually encountering Jesus for herself, um, and actually even being able to get involved with the dad because they're not together but with the dad and have them together as a whānau and go, actually, what's our common ground here? What are the rules for these kids of you know what goes on at this house also goes on at this house? These kids are on bail at night and stuff like that. You've got to get unity, so you have to actually help this whānau figure out how to work together, even when they don't always like each other. Um, So that's one of the stories. Uh, We obviously have youth who come through, for Phoenix uh, and these kids have not wanted to leave. (laughs) Um, They are the kids who are kicked out of school. No one will take them. Um, Ram Raiders, gang families. um, And these kids are just beautiful men. They're just a product of their environment and it's not their fault. So actually working with these kids to be able to undo some of this stuff and then they can actually learn because they're never going to learn until they deal with that. And that's the difference of CLT, is we don't we didn't agree with the AE model last year, because we could see what worked, but we could see where the gaps were. And so we're actually, unbeknownst to most people, we're actually fighting the education system right now to find how to run this program that we know is the missing piece. Um, so, like, there's exciting things that happen with each of these kids, with the parents, with the wider community, where they're able to actually... Um, you know ripple out to their family that's around them and and then walk with others that are around them um but we just we just love hearing the testimonies that come back awesome.
0: yeah just really want to say this is not Estra's story this is our story yeah so I hope you're really catching this. This is our story. And I, and I hope as Holy Spirit's, you know, giving you promptings and nudgings to pray or mm. give or get involved, um, you know, that you'll respond to those. That would be um, absolutely fantastic. I was thinking of that scripture, um, I think it's in the book of Acts, where um, the, um, the jailer and his whole household mm. were reached. And this is what's happening, isn't it? It's not just one young person, yes. but it's a young person in their whole household. Yeah. And that's generational change. Yeah. That's transformation, so that's exciting. Well done. Yeah, we've got your back, and and we're praying for you.
1: Pastor Ray. Thank you, Pastor Michael. I'm going to share a couple of stories, if that's okay. I'm not surprised, Pastor Ray. (laughs) So uh, Vision College offers a number of programs from literacy and numeracy for English for speakers of other languages through foundational skills, early childhood education, ICT, Christian ministries from our infamous Pastor Michael and Pastor Simon. Really encourage you to enroll uh, in that through to a degree program and counseling delivered through our Christchurch campus, which is just a wonderful suite of programs to help and encourage people on their vocational journeys. But I want to share a story from one of our students um, that was part of our English uh, for speakers of other languages. He came from a foreign country, I won't name his country, and uh, he and his fano uh, had been tortured for seven years. And his children had never been in school. So they come with deep need. And uh, to come into our environment where they feel loved, where they feel a sense of fano, where they feel a sense of belonging, is just... They say, absolutely, totally refreshing for them. And it took about 18 months, but one of these students got their driver's license. And he said, this has absolutely changed my world. I can take my family, my wife, my children to the beach. I've got opportunities for employment that I could never do before. And we're all part of that. And on the other end of the spectrum, last week I was talking to one of our counselling students. She's going to be graduating later this year. She's a wonderful Christian woman. She absolutely loves the feel of the counselling programme in Christ Church through vision. She said there's such a wonderful farno, a wonderful warmth around the Christian values that are shared. She said she's found it totally transformational for her as a person. Going through counselling training, she said, I've been turned inside out and upside down. But she said, now I'm ready to go and help the young people in our community, the mums and dads that are struggling. And there's a great need for professional expertise through doctors, psychologists, counsellors and others, social workers, the workers uh, through Community Link and others to help people that are struggling in our society. And so it's just wonderful to be part of our stories of seeing lives change for good. So, Fantastic.
0: Mm. Thank you, Ray. Claire, I know it's hard when you're a medical practitioner to be able to share stories because patient confidentiality, there are some things you can't share. But um, within the appropriate boundaries, give us a bit of an inkling of, of just what's happening.
2: Yeah, so I won't tell a story. You know, one of the privileges of being a doctor or a nurse is that every 15 minutes we have a new person, new family come through our doors and we get to walk with them, be part of their journey and engage in their healing um, and I like to think that God's with me in every one of those consultations. And, um, and I get to partner in that, which is really exciting. Um, but, you know, as a clinic, we have stories. Our patients come in and they say, this place feels different. This clinic feels peaceful and it feels safe. Um, we've had patients come and say, hey, this is the first place where I felt treated like a real person with a name and not just a number. So that's you know that's what we're aiming for we We want a place where every person is seen and known by name um, and by face and um that's yeah that's what we're achieving, which is awesome. um We get to pray with patients. Um, with permission, of course, and within the bounds of the medical council restrictions. Um, and we get to journey with our families as they go through difficult diagnoses. We get to work with Community Link and, and support people who need food and who need um, counselling and other kinds of um, services that we can connect them with, with Christian services around the, um, the city, which is awesome.
0: Fantastic. So we want to say thank you to these guys for the difference they're making in our community. But we want to say thank you to you, because it's your story. You know, you are making a difference. And just to encourage you, how can you be part of that journey? Um, Because we'd love you to be part of that journey. Again, that handout you've got, it's got contact details for each of these entities. So maybe you've got questions. I encourage you just to write down those questions. If you're online, um, send us a question online and we'll get back to you if you'd like some more information because we'd love to have you involved in the journey. So we're going to mix it up a bit this time. This is the last round. And um, if we go too long, Wendy will come up and start playing the keys. And she did that (laughs) in the nine o'clock and I thought... I've died and gone to heaven. <laughs> I thought, no, I'm still here. So, <laughs> But it was pretty close. It was good. Um, so we're going to be talking in this last round. So Estra and then Graham and then Claire and finishing with Ray. Um, Pastor Sheridan was talking last week about faith and activation and the need for those two to go together. And so this question is, what have you needed faith for? Um, and how have you seen God move powerfully in the past? Because sometimes, you know, When you've seen God move in the past, it encourages you to believe for God to do something in the present and the future. Mm. So, Astra, what do you need faith for? You sound like, I need faith for everything. (laughs) But just if you could quantify some of that for us.
4: Yes, definitely always need faith for everything. I actually think God has prepared me for the role in CLT because of the journeys I've had before this, where I've needed massive faith and God's come through. Because I don't think I'd still be sitting here otherwise. (laughs) Um, It's been a really challenging time and... um, one of the little parts that I shared this morning was around um, Property Link. So Property Link, their funds, a hundred percent of their funds of their profit goes into supporting what we do. Uh, and I had a conversation with Alan towards the end of last year, and he was like, "Man, this recession's coming, and if this comes, like, what is this going to mean for us?" And um, and I just said, "Look, you know, God's got us. Like, we we just have to believe, and somehow." Um, where everything else in the building market was having a massive downturn, and, and some businesses are even sadly closing their doors, Property Link has just carried on growing. Um, it's like it's unnatural, uh, you She's know. Unnatural. I mean, it's massively <laughs> to do with Alan because he's amazing and just connects so well with great relationships with big people in the community, uh, as well as the neighbours, you know. But. Um, but it, it is, to look at it statistically, it's unnatural. So that's amazing to see God coming through with that. We've had a really challenging time where at the moment um, what we're believing for is funding. Government shut down a lot of their funding towards the end of last year, and we really have felt that from sort of January, February this year. Um, I said to someone the other day, previously where we would have been funded for you know 150-odd mentoring hours a week, we're being funded for like maybe five to ten that is that is how much of a chop we've felt. Um, and to try and survive that and not go home and rock under a desk um, is really hard. But I know that God has got a vision for CLT that goes beyond this. Um, and my prayer is, Lord, you didn't bring me in here to sink the ship. So what is going on? on. Uh, so we're just really believing that God is going to come through here um, and And I'm personally believing that the community is going to see who we are and what we do and actually get on board with that vision. I'm like, Lord, how are you going to supernaturally fund this? Because we can't just rely on government anymore. So we're believing in faith that God has got CLT, that he's going to bring to fruition, the vision, and as I said this morning, 15 million is the, uh, the number we throw around in our office, we're waiting for God to bring 15 million, so we've been putting all the systems into place, so that when it comes, we can grow, we're going to grow, this isn't the end, this is the beginning, so it's a faith journey.
0: Fantastic, thanks Esther. Yeah. Graham, what are you needing faith for? Right.
3: I am going to st- sh- still share two stories. Uh, <laughs> The first, one, the first one is in Lana and Kayla's office, ADL office here on, the, on campus. There's a whiteboard that has all the, the prayer needs from the past, prayers, prayers that have been answered, mm. uh, prophetic words that have been uttered uh, over ADL. And it's really exciting. And, and it was only about a month or so back that, uh, and we, as I say, we meet regularly every two weeks for prayer. Um, it was only a couple of months ago. I went into to the office and oh, there was a bigger whiteboard because there, was, there needed to be more room for all the prayer needs, the answered prayer, and what have you. And so prayer is so important to uh, to ADL. But the one example I wanted to give of, of um, the miracles was, and as I said at the first service, uh, who loves who loves being in the middle of a miracle you know, that hasn't quite yet been fulfilled? Well, most of us would prefer to speak about you know, things after the event, but. Uh, one of our properties, uh, we bought when we bought the property itself before the building went up, um, was going to make us some good money, um, and it was great. But because now with property values going down, interest rates going up, if we sold today, we'll make a reasonable, quite a reasonable loss. But the Lord is good, and part of the miracle, which as I said hasn't come to fruition, is one of our directors was in a lift um, in a certain entity. And he heard these two people saying, where are we going to house all these people who come from out of town? You know, what, what can we do? And I don't know if the marshal's here this morning at the service, but he, he said to these two people, I think I can help you guys out. And so he had this great conversation with them. They toured the property. They loved it. It's gone now up to the higher echelons in this particular entity, and we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, so God is, God is good. He can, he can answer people's Prayers and um, very briefly, even in the last prayer meeting, I said, So nothing's happened with that particular property. Last prayer meeting, I drive home, oh, my phone rings on the car. It was somebody from a real estate agency, and we got talking. He'd been trying to get hold of me for a year, I think he must have got my email address wrong. Anyway, we got talking, and I told him about the property, and he said, Oh, see what I can do about that. So, even if nothing comes from even that, God is reminding us. He is, a, he is a prayer answering God. He's a miracle working God. And that so that was the Lord's way of saying, okay, Graham, Lana, Kayla, etc. you know, I'm going to answer your prayer. I'm going to meet your needs. So mm-hmm. we've, got, we've got a miracle working God and it's great Fantastic. to be just excited to be part of the uh, whole process. Great, thanks,
0: Graham. Claire, what are you needing faith for?
2: Yeah, we need lots of faith too. Um, so as I said before, health is a challenging sector to be working in and we're sort of, Struggling with decades of chronic underfunding in in primary care, um, so I um, I like Estra's number. We, we could do a lot with 15 million too. So it's 15 plus 15,
0: 30 we're <laughs> yeah. up to so far. <laughs> yeah.
2: 15 each, I think we agreed earlier this morning. Um, yeah, if we, um, So, but you know, God's been faithful repeatedly every time. Um, it looks like. Finance is going to get a bit tight. Some funding comes in, a late payment comes in. Um, we've had enrolments come in that bring um, funding with them. So, just you know, every week we see God's faithfulness in that, which is really exciting. Um, the other thing we struggle with in health is staffing. Everyone's going overseas and we're not training enough doctors or nurses. Um, but again, you know, like. Esther was saying, we've sort of been in the position of where other organisations can't find staff. Last year, we had a doctor write to us from Australia and say, I want to come and work for you. I just found you online and i do you have a job? <laughs> we did have a job. We said, yes, please. Um, and she's just been a real blessing to our team. Um, you know, we had no manager for a while in the middle of a pandemic. Who wants to come and work in a GP clinic in the middle of a pandemic? And we have a fantastic new manager who's been on board for a year and is just leading us on to greater things every every week. So, yeah, really grateful for just God's continued faithfulness in every season.
0: Ray, what do you need faith for? I know you need faith to catch snapper that are larger than Pastor Sheridan's. That's but right. What other yeah. things, do you need faith yeah, for?
1: There's lots of faith. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you do pretty good there too, I must say, Pastor Michael. Uh, we we need faith and continued faith for enrolments. Uh, last year was challenging and difficult, and I'm pleased to say that the Hamilton campus is going great with the uh, enrolments. But we still need to continue to pray into that. Uh, we do need to see greater enrolments in the Christchurch and Auckland campuses. So, really appreciate. You know, joining our faith together with all of these needs to see the Lord come through. Because as Graham said, he is a miracle working God that so loves to answer our prayer. And it's just wonderful to know that we're not doing this journey alone, that the Lord is with us. Uh, We don't have to to walk this alone, but we walk it with him and we walk it with one another. And I just love the, the, the dimension of God just breaking through in the most surprising, unexpected ways and I share the story about a building in Auckland that we were looking at that we needed, and we were offered the, the deal of the century. The The rent rate was probably 20% of market rate. It was miraculous. Further to that miracle, we've been able to subtenant part of that building, and so for the Auckland campus, there's no rent to be paid for this year. So we praise God for that. that it, that's all him. It's not us. It's, it's um, And I could share many... Miracles. I mean, Graham and I could have a bit of a competition here to <laughs> oh, see who yeah. other tell the most stories. But
0: perhaps after the gathering, <laughs> yeah, maybe.
1: <laughs> may, maybe. So, uh, but yeah, it's it's good to know that the Lord is with us, and that our confidence and trust is in Him.